BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? I am coming to you live, live and loaded from Los Angeles. Sorry, I sound like I've been sucking dick at a truck stop all weekend, but I basically was because I was in Vegas. But I am here in the Dear Media studio offices, headquarters in L.A., just me and my boy, Josh, who I haven't seen in a year. I just told Josh, I said, you know, he's my podcast producer. It's like, it's like we barely know each other, but we also know each other because he hears me weep and cry and scream every week on the podcast. But I haven't seen you in what, Josh, a year? It's, it's been like a year. So we're, I would like to just state for the record, Josh and I are the only ones who are actually doing the work today. We had a, a breeze through of a hurricane, okay, here in Los Angeles. And I, let me just back up. I'm not going to soften the blow, okay? It's not like I'm here to say, you know, obviously if you were affected by the, by the rain and the hurricane and the, we also had an earthquake, all of the things, of course, keeping you in my thoughts and prayers. I am also a Katrina survivor. I was in school in Mississippi when Katrina hit. So when you're from the East Coast and the Southeast, you just know, you ride. You know, we ride at dawn. I'm ready. I know how to hunker down, grab a bottle, pray for daylight kind of vibes. But I just noticed that the Dear Media office has gotten real soft, Because there's no one here. It's a Monday at 11 a.m. in Los Angeles. And Josh and I are the only soldiers here. But we're both from the East Coast, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's why. East Coasters know you get up. And in the words of Kim Kardashian, you go the fuck to work. So everybody else is at home, you know, jerking off. And I'm here after surviving a weekend in Vegas. And then surviving the storm last night. I'm here. And I would just like whomever is cutting the checks in the accounting department to know your girl showed up to work. Thank you. That's all I'd like to say. Anywho, yeah, LA soft, man. You know the famous saying, you gotta leave New York before it makes you too hard. You gotta leave LA before it makes you too soft. And we're getting soft out here. You know, we gotta buckle up. I did go to Air One, and I don't need to do a bunch of Air One jokes. You've heard them. If you don't know what Air One is, it's like this ultra fancy 
almost Whole Foods on Angel Dust type of grocery store, but they've got some good shit. And I hit a low point last night. I did go to get some provisions. I knew this was going to be a, a chill storm. Of course, there's rain and there's flooding and, you know, LA's not really set up for that. But I knew it, was gonna, it wasn't going to be bad. I felt it. When you're from the South, it's kind of like the, re- the little bit of positive redneck energy that I do have. I can feel it on the back of my neck. If a storm's coming, ooh, I just got to tingle down my spine. I know. I'm like, it's a category three. You know, I knew leaving Las Vegas, I could feel it. I was getting a little itchy in the back of the throat. And I said, it's only going to be a one, if that, maybe a 0.5. I knew. So I, I came into Los Angeles low expectations. Also, I knew I needed to get the necessities, but I went to Air One. It's the first place I went when I got out of the airport. And I got some crispy rice, spicy tuna, another roll. I got a meat and three plate. Another thing that y'all don't fully understand, if you're from the South, you know what a meat and three is or a meat and two. It's any plate that's got meat and then two other sides or three other sides. And here they call it like a protein combo plate. And Georgia, we call it a meat and three, bitch. You would go into like a Southern deli and you're like, I want the ribs. I want macaroni and cheese, broccoli casserole and cornbread. That's a meat and three. And I'm a meat and three kind of girl. But I took my, you know, new money bougie ass into that air one. And I got some crispy rice, spicy tuna. And I got some, what I got? I got a, I got a salmon plate with this, this buffalo fucking cauliflower at air one. I mean, it'll get you. It'll grab you by the taint and just say, good luck to you. But Air One's really running a racket. I mean, this place is so, it's the cleanest grocery store you've ever been to. All their prepared food is the most delicious thing. You know, they got the $40 smoothies. I mean, it really does have you by a chokehold. It is a BDSM of grocery stores. Like, it'll just choke you out and you ask for more. You know, there is no safe word in Air One. You just hope that your credit card swipes. That's all you hope. You're like, well, I hope, I hope, I you know, I can pay my mortgage this month. But it's good. It's real good. Listen to me. God, I sound terrible. But anyway, so I went to my, my hotel last night and I had my, my truffle chips and my, you know, spicy, spicy tuna, crispy rice, spicy ahi sashimi thing. You know, it, it, a lot of words. You get what I'm saying. And I hunkered down and I took two NyQuil. I sound like shit. I don't feel as bad. But I'll tell you, Vegas will raw dog you. Vegas was, we got it. We're going to get into it and then we'll get into the voicemails. Hold on. Taking a sip of tea. Y'all, I pulled a Wendy Williams this morning. I made this nice peppermint tea and then I took a Ricola and put it in the tea. So what Wendy used to do on her show. I've always been a big Wendy Williams fan. I miss her. God bless her. Do we know where she is? Can we get a wellness update on Wendy? I don't think she's well. I have fact, I know she's not well, but I miss her. Actually, if you want to, giggled today just go on tiktok and type in like hashtag wendy williams unhinged and like all these guys have made these compilations the craziest shit wendy's ever said and it makes me laugh like if i'm in a low moment i just immediately go to the crazy shit that wendy said because you know what there are days where i there's days where i want to have wendy williams energy and today being the only employee of dear media coming into work is just really making me feel wild Josh and I, we both deserve a raise because we're here working. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. East Coast always. Anywho, what was I talking about? Vegas, y'all. Okay, let me tell you something. If you've never been to Vegas, Vegas is one of those places where 
I can only imagine if you're like from another country and you come to Vegas, if this is like your first taste of America, that your brain would just explode. Like say you're from Romania, you know, and you just want to go to Vegas and that's where you touch down. I don't I don't know if I come back to the States after that. And I love Vegas in a way as a performer. Performing in Vegas is iconic. The show was amazing. We had so much fun. And I'll get into the craziness of the show. But Vegas is the kind of place where, you know, on a Wednesday at 8 a.m., you could see a woman in a motorized wheelchair with a, a yardstick of, you know, a hand grenade smoking a vape playing the, the the Buffalo slot machine. You know, the one that's got the buffaloes all over. It's called like Wild Bill playing the Wild Bill slot machine, just fighting for her life. And that to me is America. You know what I mean? If I don't, I don't know. Do people, people don't go through Ellis Island anymore. Do they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Wherever immigration is at JFK, I feel like we should have, that should be the welcome to America sign. It's a woman in her fifties in a motorized wheelchair with the yardstick full of booze, hitting a vape, playing the slots at, at 11 a.m. It just says, welcome. Give us your, you know, give us your poor, give us your the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I don't know what the, the Declaration of Independence said, but that is Vegas. Whatever you want, it's at your fingertips. You don't even have to go to Paris, but you can go to a casino named Paris. You know what I mean? You've never been to Italy? You're at the Venetian. You don't know that you're not in the Venice Canals. I'm just saying, it's smart. The psychology behind Vegas, real fucking smart. You know, I'm back on the road. I am jet setting and I love, love having good, solid, fantastic, beautiful luggage. Listen, airport anxiety is a real thing. And between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass because, you know, ADHD, I'm stressed. But when you travel with base, which is my favorite bag to travel with, your bag has a function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree and looking cute. Listen, I'm a nerd when it comes to luggage. I will literally like do my research. I like to see how many pockets, how much shit I can shove in a bag. I love Base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while also looking fashionable. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And what I love is that every piece is made to look even better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or the overhead and base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. I have the weekender bag. It's amazing. It's got kind of like the best way to describe it is almost like a little hard shell at the bottom of the duffel where I can put in shoes, anything heavy. I love the base weekender bag is what I carry around. But right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash absolutely. Now, let me spell that for you. It's B-E-I-S travel.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash absolutely. If you want to feel like you are staying in a suite, a luxury suite in the comfort of your own home, then I'm going to tell you about Brooklinen, okay? I love Brooklinen sheets. Brooklinen was founded by a husband and wife duo, Rich and Vicky in 2014. And I don't know if you know this, but if you've ever bought a product from anybody named Rich and Vicky, if that doesn't sound like the most tag team badass duo on the planet, 
then I don't know who is. Listen, their mission is to provide their customers with hotel quality luxury bedding. I love Brooklyn and this is why. If you don't trust me or there are 100,000 five-star customer reviews, you know these experts have done the research. Brooklyn and uses only the highest quality materials for all of their products, such as long staple cotton, so everything they create is built to last. Brooklinen is literally the internet's favorite sheet. And while there's no such thing as a perfect sleep, there is the ideal fabric for every kind of sleeper. Cool off with their crisp, classic percale weave or try their best-selling buttery smooth luxe sateen sheets. I have both and I kind of switch them up depending on seasons. I just love everything they have. Literally everything they have for the house, I buy it. It's a perfect way to build your own indoor oasis to escape the heat. Their options are endless. So do yourself a favor of simplifying your shopping by bundling bed, bath, and both. And you can save up 25% when bundling your new favorite home essentials. It is a perfect time to upgrade your sleep now. So shop 15% off in-store or at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And if you miss a sale, visit brooklinen.com and sign up for emails to keep up to date on exclusive offers, new products, and much, much more. Now back to the podcast. I performed at the Wynn though. And let me tell you, hey, shout out to Steve Wynn. Steve Wynn, thanks for having me at the Encore Theater. Also doing a great job. Staff was amazing. The casino is Reesh. Food was out of this world. Said so love to be back. Look at that. I just flirted with Steve Wynn. I just did it. But dude, I love Vegas. You see everything. You see everyone, everything. Everyone's a hot fucking mess. It's great. I saw more loose labias, just people walking around town, walking from the bar to the nightclub, just pussies out. And that there's something very freeing about that, you know? And I also had not worn a short dress in quite some time. And the the Friday before the show, show was on Saturday, I said, I'm going to put on a, a little freakum dress, you know? I put on this little cheetah print number. And it was so short that I was sitting at this nice restaurant called Casa Playa. And I forgot what that feeling was like to be sitting in a booth at a restaurant and just your cooters raw. You know what I mean? You're just just sizzling back and forth on the seat. And I didn't know if I should put a napkin down. You know, and I had underwear on. I wasn't being a complete pervert, but I, you just, that's, that's Vegas. I haven't felt that kind of youthfulness, excitement in my life, but you're just sitting on a seat. It just, it reminds you of college. You know, you go out in your little bandage dress and it's so short once you sit down that your cooter's just raw on the seat. And that's a wild feeling. And I'll tell you what, I felt like I was 22 again and I was just sitting there, you know what I mean? Just, just letting it out. And I, and I saw the guys who would like then wipe down the booth and wipe down the table, you know, as people were getting up and leaving the restaurant. And I, I tipped him 10. I said, listen, I gotta be honest with you. That back corner, you know, might want to sanitize that because I've just been, just been letting it raw, raw dog. But you can't, you know what I mean? When you wear something that short, that's just, that's the nature of the game. Cooter's going to be on the seat. Also, I've not used the word cooter in a long time. Josh, I'm coming in raw today. I really am. I know you missed me. Y'all, I took to uh, NyQuil last night and it doesn't hit the way it used to. And I don't know if that means I have an addiction problem. I don't know what that says about where I am medically in my life, but I took two NyQuil and I just got the itchies. I didn't necessarily, it didn't knock me out. I just kind of had sweaty night terrors and my body itched. So that's a bummer. Absolutely not to the fact that I, it didn't hit the way it used to. And I also took my magnesium because you know, I am a wellness gal, but between the magnesium and the NyQuil, I thought I was going to go down hard, but I just kind of itched all night. So it's where I'm at. 
post Vegas. Okay, y'all though, at the show in Vegas, first of all, shout out to everybody who came out. It was an absolutely packed show. It was unbelievable. And you guys, thank you for letting me rip. The show in Vegas was really wild. I had so much fun with the crowd. But you know, I hadn't been on the stage since Radio City. And I was like, let's just fucking let it go. I wore a white glitter suit because I was feeling angelic. You know what I mean? After letting my vagina just be out raw the night before, I was like, let's let's do it. There was this couple and I didn't get the woman's name and I apologize, but I feel like she was kind of like an Annabelle or a Lindsay. She was there with her husband who was 30 years her senior. And when I say the Anna Nicole Smith energy that this broad was giving me was, it was palpable. It was insane. So she's very young, blonde, big titty. I come out, I immediately make a comment about the tits. I'm like, girl, you are crushing it. Like this outfit is hot. I mean, they're in your face. So I say, or who are you here with? Your dad. I mean, it looked like her grandfather. She's like, no, it's my husband. And of course, I'm just like, yes, God is so good. Thank you for giving me this nugget. And she met her husband in Naples. Of course, I'm like, where'd you guys meet? She's like, Naples. I said, this is just too good. And I said, you know, what did you do? I said, where did y'all meet? She's like, on a dating app. And I, as, uh, my first reaction was, what did this bitch do? Drive by the villages in Florida and turn on her locations app on her Tinder so she could find a guy with a boat? And that's exactly what she did. She's like, yes, Tinder. So listen, all I'm saying, and this guy had so much energy and he had a cane. I mean, he was he was dialed in to his to his, I said, physical elderly body, but he was sharp as a tack. And I loved to see it. He was having a blast. I do believe he had a little bit of a hearing aid in. And a friend of mine was sitting behind them and said that on his phone, he kept adjusting on his phone, like the sound for the hearing aid. And I said, I love to see it. You know, I'm always promoting the older community and I just love to see it. He was having a blast. Even if he didn't hear a single joke, I said, he at least smiled and was laughing. And I said, that's all I need. You know what I mean? Fake it till you make it. And he had this woman with big jugs loving on him. And the crowd went wild for it. And I just wanted to say, I feel like sometimes we give a bad rap to these older guys who get these real young, young, big jugged Lindsay's and Annabelle's. And you know what? He was in Vegas. They, they flew all the way from Florida, Naples. You know, they had to connect in Atlanta or Dallas. They flew all the way to come see me. And then I saw them in the airport the next day and her jugs were still out. And she had a Christian Dior bag and he had a nice pair of Gucci loafers with a tall, tall dress sock on and his cane and his short shorts. And I said, God is good. You know what I mean? And they were happy. So even if she is in it for the boat, you know what I mean? They were having a blast. And you know, he's feeling young. He's feeling vibrant. He came to a Heather McMahon show. I will say the weirdest thing, though, was he yelled at me. So they're like third row. And of course, I'm doing a little crowd work chit chat. And he just yells, you taught me what the word cunt is. And I don't know how to I don't I didn't know how to react. I said, excuse me. And he's like, yeah, I had never heard the word. I said, sir, you probably served in multiple wars. I know that you know what that word is. And his wife was just like, he didn't know. And then it also made me feel like, okay, look at that. Look at how I'm bridging the gap between generations, teaching him some new lingo, some new slang. And I know sometimes that word makes people uncomfortable. It doesn't make me uncomfortable, okay? Take the word back. Take the power back. 
But th- I had a, I believe I would say this man was probably in his late eighties, just screaming that word at me. And he had his cane and his big titted blonde that he met in Naples. And I just said everything about this. Like if you were going to take a bird's eye view or like a fishbowl view of my audience, that situation would just, it just filled my heart. I said, that's a Heather McMahon fan right there. A woman who knows what she wants was smart enough to just be cruising around outside the village's retirement community, put that Tinder on location set and found her man, found herself a man with a boat. And you know what? Don't hate the player, hate the game. And they were laughing and giggling and flirting and kissing in the airport. And I was so excited to run into them the next day. And I just said, this is, this is it. That couple was, it just reminds me of the reason why I do what I do. I'm bringing people together. I am bridging the gap of generational wealth, education. You know what I mean? I've said this before. We need to take care of our older community. And you know what? I got girls who listen to this podcast who are out there giving hand jobs for a ride on a, on a, on a sea do. You know what I mean? And that's a beautiful thing. And we need to celebrate that more often. So if you're out there and you're looking for love and you maybe want an older man, Who's who will take you to a Heather McMahon show in Vegas? This is what you got to do. You got to go down to Florida where the villages are. It's a very famous retirement community. And you, you just kind of cruise a perimeter. You know what I mean? You could probably go to the get in. You could probably get in behind the gates and just say you're there to visit a grandparent. They love the young blood around there. And then you sit there on the tenders and you put your location bop, bop, at the villages and you find yourself a rich man. And Naples is where the money's at. I actually don't, you know, I don't know how. I think they got some bougie people down in the villages, but Naples, listen, if there's any young girls listening to this and you're looking for a man to take you, I don't know, to the LA show, you want to go cross continental, then you go down to Naples and you put that tinder on and you find yourself an older zaddy who's got a Maybach, who's got a zest for life and you give him a solid 10 years. You give him those last 10 years. You know what I mean? You give him a hand job, put a CPAP machine on at night so he can get a nice you know, zestful rest through the sleep apnea. And then you say, baby, all I want are tickets to go see Heather at the Pantages. And that's a beautiful thing. So all I'm saying is I feel like a lot of times we judge when there's a big age difference, especially with an older man and a younger woman. But what I, all I saw in my audience was love, laughter, giggles, and a supportive community. So shout out to that couple. I miss them already. And I'm hoping that they invite me to Naples. And when you hear this episode, if anybody knows them, Please invite me on the boat. I'll see you in Naples. Absolutely. Listen, knowledge is power. And when you know more, you make better decisions. I am having to possibly look at freezing my eggs again this December. And I went back and I reordered a fresh kit from Modern Fertility. And what do you know? It let me know. Egg count still low. But I cannot explain this enough to y'all. If you are thinking about having a baby tomorrow, today, yesterday, if you're young, if you're old, whatever, it's just knowledge is power and having an idea of what your fertility count is, having an idea of what your overall egg count looks like. Why not do this now? I love modern fertility. If I had not used modern fertility a couple years ago before I went into my initial egg freezing stage, I would have had no idea that I needed to jump on it. Okay. Traditional testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests are the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Here's the deal. They send you a kit, you prick your finger, you mail it in, and then you get to talk 
to professionals that will give you insight on your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the tests when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that is modernfertility.com slash absolutely. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Listen, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all in your terms. I love Squarespace. Squarespace has made my life so much easier. Let me tell you, I said this before, I'll say it again. Y'all are thinking about running your shempire. Maybe you want to start your online biz. Maybe you got a merch shop. Whatever you're trying to do, just do it with Squarespace. Half the time we are considering taking a leap of faith into doing something new. We're scared because we don't feel like we have all the sets of tools and we have the education on like how to do this. Listen, if you got to start a business and you want to start a website, just use Squarespace. Make your life easier. Listen, they have everything. Flexible website templates. You can literally go in, use your templates, tinker around with the design and make your life easy. That is what Squarespace is for. They have an asset library where you can upload, organize and access all of your content from one place. They have custom merch. You can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. You can do email campaigns. You have video collection. You can literally host all your video content. It's perfect. Just make your life easier. Don't be afraid to take the first step and to launch and to, you know, take that next step into building your empire. Use Squarespace. All you got to do is check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now back to the podcast. Dude, Vegas will dry your ass out. And I was in the six suite. I mean, Vegas for a performer is one of those iconic moments. Like I'm performing in the wind theater where so many of my favorite comedians have performed. And and once once you're in in Vegas, like once they like you, it's a little behind the scenes tea. Once they like you, you're in. And it's kind of like a rite of passage to, to perform in Vegas. So to be able to perform at the win was iconic. And they take you behind the scenes. Like you walk through the underbelly of the casino and it is wild. It's a, it's a complete, it's a, an entire other world underneath the casino. You know, I mean, they employ thousands of people. There's, there's other restaurants for the staff. There's villages. You can see behind the scenes of like all the security and all the, you know, you got all the, the blackjack dealers down there. They're having a little smoke break, drinking a coffee, doing their thing. I love it. I love the minutia and and feeling like you're a part of it. You're a part of the machine. It's so great. BT, BTS, behind the scenes, it feels good. It just gives you that extra little kick. But Vegas is a wild place. So they put us in this insane suite. I mean, this suite must have been 3,000 square feet. But it was right above the Encore Beach Club. And when I say from... 12, 12 p.m. to 4 a.m. is and just and I was on the 22nd floor and Jeff and I were not even because I was a little jet lagged from being in Europe. Jeff and I were not even planning on doing, 
you know, doing the sex. But when we were laying in bed at 2 a.m., the, the beat, even on the 22nd floor, was so intense. It's, it was wild. It was like, he basically just, we kind of like pushed together. And then the next thing you know, we were doing the sex. We didn't even mean to. It was just the sheer vibration of the, of the you know, cool kids down at the beach club at 2 a.m. And I, I looked at him, I go, did we just do the sex? He goes, I think we did the sex. But we both had earplugs in. You know, I felt like such an old lady calling down to the front desk and be like, hey, listen. I know that everyone's having a great time and everyone's getting lit, but I, I got it. I got to work tomorrow. That's a wild thing. Being in Vegas and le- leaving, being at the Vegas airport at 10 a.m. on a Sunday and not wanting to put a gun in your mouth is the wildest feeling. I mean, I had a couple of drinks after the show, but, you know, I worked all night. So, so being in Vegas as somebody who is working, you're trying to be some sort of professional is a wild feeling. I looked at Ray. I was like, Ray, we're not hungover did we not do it right? He's like, no, we did it exactly how we needed to. But it is crazy. So even if you don't want to do the sex, you will, if you're close enough to, to a beach club, a nightclub, if your room's over a nightclub, you will somehow, you'll just end up inside of one another. And it's a wild, it's a wild feeling. So that was, that was a plus. That was fun. But yeah, Vegas was amazing. Guys, I'm back on the road. I'm on the road. We're doing the most. Uh, get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Where am I going? We're going, I mean, we're going everywhere. Coming back to North Carolina. I'm hitting all of Florida. I'm doing Chicago this week. The Chicago Theater. We have a couple tickets left. The Chicago Theater, iconic Chicago, always comes out for me. We sold it out last time. So get your tickets. There's only a few left. But we're hitting all the big markets. We're going to LA. We're going to San Diego, Phoenix, all over. Just all over. Just look. And then remember, I'm shooting my second special at the Fox Theater in Atlanta this November. And I have, I can't say yet, but my my special that I shot last year is going to come out soon. And when I'm able to tell you where y'all are all going to squeal and we're all going to be so excited. And yeah, just, I don't know. It feels good. It feels good to be back. And after walking off the stage in Vegas and just having the best fucking audience, I, I just said, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for what I do. And it's just fun. Also, side note, some bitch DM'd me the other day and she said, I'm so sick of hearing you saying you're grateful. You've gotten soft. I have not gotten soft, Miranda. Okay. I just also believe that when good shit happens, you should say thank you. I mean, for fuck's sake, did nobody teach you manners? She's like, you've gotten so soft. No, I haven't gotten soft. Okay. I just have a lot of perspective. I've been at the lowest point of my life and now I'm at a nice, comfortable position. So I like to say thank you. I mean, my God, come to a show. I'll, I'll, I'll rough you right back up with some dick jokes. But my God, I got this message and I was just pissed. You sound, you sound soft. You say you're grateful. Well, I am grateful. Shit. You know, I don't know. I think the NyQuil I'm sweating out right now. And I think that's why I'm getting feisty. Okay, listen, we're going to get into the voicemails. We're going to get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. But this woman just pissed me off. Yes, I am grateful. Thank you. Thank you for spending your time and your money. I'm grateful to the young woman. Either her name was Annabelle or Lindsay. I can't remember. Who literally drove all the way down to Naples, Florida, got on Tinder, found herself a rich man who couldn't hear what she said, made this old man listen to my podcast. Probably, you know, while giving him a hand job so she could get 
for the third row seats to my show in Vegas. Thank you. I am grateful for the amount of effort that a lot of you hussies put into it. You support me and you know what? I support you. And I hope that I get invited to their one year anniversary. So if you hear this, please, I would love to come down to Naples and, and celebrate with y'all. That would mean the world to me. All right. We're going to get into the voicemails. We're going to let them rip. I could just, I could just do this all day. Hey, Heather, it's Angela again. I hope you delete my last voicemail. It was Ooh. complete trash. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say absolutely yes to your show in Vegas on Saturday night. We had the most amazing time. Thank you for roasting my husband, Josh. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. He thoroughly enjoyed it. We were both tickled, and it was just the best time. Thank you so much. Love and light. Okay, shout out to Angela. Dude, this girl, Angela, her, she and her husband, Josh, were fucking great. And I tell you right now, the amount of couples that are coming to shows is just unbelievable. And when the guys come, they have a great time. So any gentlemen who are listening, don't be intimidated. Come, you're gonna have a great fucking time. But this guy, Josh, this guy, Josh, just yells in the in the middle of the show. He just yells, prenup! And it, it, it did not necessarily connect to anything. So I, of course, I just stopped the show. I go, Josh, what the fuck are we talking about here? And I just, I lean into Josh. I'm like, Josh, first of all, how many gummies did we take before the show? He's like, 17. And I said, Josh, what do you do for a living? And he just yells, real estate. And in that moment, I just knew. I said, yeah. Dude, there is nothing better than a Nevada real estate agent named Josh. Who's on a couple gummies. And who just, you know, yelling stuff like, Prina, to protect your coin, protect the bag, you know? And he just, and I asked him, I said, you know, are you doing sales? He's like, hey, yeah, I just sold my house. Just sold my house. I said, how quickly did it go into escrow? He's like, 24 hours. And I was like, hell yeah, Josh. Look, imagine, I, I, I would love to do a ride along with Josh on his real estate. Okay, on Tuesdays, usually, and I don't know if it's different state by state, but they do these things called caravans in the real estate world where all the real estate agents get in a essentially, you know, a, a couple cars and they go around and look at all the new listings. Now, my girlfriend, Amy, I think does it on Tuesdays. And she said, Heather, whenever you want to come to a caravan, come along. It's so like a ride along, right? You get in the car with the other real estate associates and you, you cruise around with the other agents and you see all the different listings. Can you imagine what a Nevada caravan day is like with the, my boy, Josh? Just like, okay, I'm going to show you a couple townhouses in Hendersonville. Is it Henderson or Hendersonville? Anyways, you can see the strip in the background. We got a jacuzzi for all the fucking crazy shit you wanted in the jacuzzi. Although I will admit it is usually 99% of the time of the year too hot to get in said jacuzzi. Even when the sun goes down, we're still piping out here. And I asked Josh, I said, Josh, what do you do at these listings? And I believe he just said, show my dick. And I said, yeah, Josh. Oh, yeah. And, and my producer, Josh, not to shit on your name because it's a great name. But everybody knows a frat daddy named Josh who just says stuff like, show him your dick. Prenup. A guy named Josh is the kind of guy at a wedding who did not get asked to be in the groom's party, right? Because they're like, Josh is a huge liability. But he's the kind of guy, during the vows, you know, he already showed up 20 minutes late to the, to the actual ceremony. But he's the kind of guy during the vows, when they're like, you know, and do you take this woman, you know, to have and to hold forever? And he just yells, prenup! 
that's the kind of guy Josh is. A white Josh. A white Josh. Black Josh is cool. White Josh is the worst. The absolute fucking worst. Josh! And they always have a stepdad. You know, Josh has a like a tumultuous relationship with his stepdad. Always. Always has a, has a rough. You know, my stepdad, Mark, and I don't really see eye to eye. And, you know, I talk to my, my, my real dad. <laughs> God, this is so dark. My real dad and I, you know, we're, we're tight, but he lives in San Diego now. Every white guy named Josh has a stepdad named Mark and their real dad lives in San Diego. And that's just it. I don't care what part of the world that Josh lives in. If you're white and your name is Josh, you have a stepdad named Mark and your real dad lives in San Diego. I don't know what he does in San Diego, but he just lives in San Diego and we never talk about it. We never talk about it. Back to school shopping is coming and all the chaos that comes with it. But listen, DoorDash, you can make your life easier. With DoorDash, you can be the first day ready with pantry staples and classroom supplies to make a good first impression without the stress. I use DoorDash for everything. Listen, I'm not even going back to school, but I'm going back on the road. The other day I panicked. I was packing for my show in Vegas. And I was like, I don't have half the things I need. And you know what I was able to do? Between retail, grocery and convenience stores, on the app, I was able to shop for everything I needed. I was like, I need dry shampoo. I need my snacks. I need that. I need tampons, all the things. I just went on DoorDash and I was able to use the grocery, the retail and convenience stores to get what I needed before I left for the airport. Listen, this is great. If you are sending your kids off to school, if you're going back to work, if you're going back to school yourself, right? Use DoorDash, make your life easier. Be prepared before the big day arrives. Stock up on like on the go breakfasts, lunchbox staples and brands that your kids love, that you love, that everybody loves. I stock up on all of my protein bars, my snacks, anything, gum, breath spray. You can't be showing up for the first day of work, school, you know, tour, whatever you're doing with bad breath. Get it all on DoorDash. You don't have to run a million errands. You can literally have everything brought to you to your door. Shop DoorDash to get everything you need for back to school season delivered right to your door. Order now for stress-free back to school shopping. Use promo code ABSOLUTELY to get 50% off and up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience, grocery, or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more. Promo code is ABSOLUTELY. Again, don't forget, that is code ABSOLUTELY for 50% off your next order. Terms apply. Y'all, this is so funny. This next sponsor, Quince, I actually have been using them for years. My mom started buying cashmere from Quince and became so obsessed with it. She reached out to them for a brand partnership. But look who got it now, mom. Your girl did. That's right. I'm doing this for the family. I love Quince. I have some dresses from them that are 100% European linen that were all under like $50 and people will stop me and ask me, where did you get this dress? And I tell them Quince. So when Dear Media was like, yo, Quince wants to work with you, I said, done, easy. I've already spent my money with Quince. I swear by this company. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items. Like I said, 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince carries timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. I have a button down black dress that I ended up getting in white and I got it in like an army green. I have three other different like off the shoulder linen dresses. I get their linen sleep sets. I get sheets. I get some jewelry. I bought a leather bag from Quince. 
I buy all their stuff. Falls around the corner. Buy their sweaters. I love it. I'm already a big fan. And if you're wondering how they do it, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out costs of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. So what's even better? Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices with premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. Listen, I've been trying to take a step back from fast fashion. I want to just have good high quality things in my closet that I can wear year round that I know come from a good spot. Listen, upgrade your closet this summer with Quince and right now go to quince.com slash absolutely to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash absolutely for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash absolutely now back to the podcast speaking of the difference between white josh and black josh i was looking through my dms before i went out on stage and this girl brooke stunning stunning beautiful black girl named brooke tagged me in and she's like so excited to be at the heather mcmahon show i'm the only black girl in the audience and little did she know my girl portia who is just, but we used to bartend together back in Atlanta, was in the audience. So I come out. Now, first of all, Brooke is not exactly a black girl name. You know what I mean? She's Brooke and she had beautiful big boobs, stunning. But I'm like, Brooke, you can't really come out and tag me in this and be like, I'm the only black girl at the show. XOXO Brooke. You know what I mean? So I come out and I make Brooke stand up in front of everybody and everyone's just like, she's so stunning. And Brooke's like, yes, I am the only black girl here. And my girlfriend Portia's just like, the hell you are. The hell you are. Brat, brat, brat. And I said, do not piss off Portia. Brooke, you are you are cute. You are a gossip girl. But that is a that is a big threat to be like, I am, I am one of the only black girls here. My name is Brooke. You know what I mean? I'm Heather. I stay in my lane. I know the kind of gal that a Heather is. We we used to be strippers in the 80s. You know what I mean? We like a cigarette, a vacation cig. You know what else? Heathers were lifeguards. They, you know, we all have questionable moles. A Heather is always going to be fun and a little rough around the edges. I lean in. You know, I've met a couple Heathers that definitely... You know, did they pay their taxes on time? Usually not. Heathers are probably pretty vulnerable to getting sucked into like an MLM or a pyramid scheme. But at the last minute, at the last minute, when we've already made the deposit to like buy the Arbonne or whatever the fuck it is, we pull out because we're pussies. We do. We pull out. But we're close. You can get a Heather to almost sign on the dotted line. But then at the last minute, we like wake up after having a cig outside. and We're like, nope, this is a bad idea. But I was dying. I was I just loved it. Brooke. Sweet Brooke. I was like, Brooke, girl, no, we're very diverse show. But my girlfriend, Portia, as soon as I said that, and Portia was texting me right before I show. She's like, girl, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be so much fun. And Portia and I used to be in the trenches together in Atlanta, just slinging drinks, serving like, you know, bone marrow with celery, which is just fancy word for salt and fries together. And then we'd like serve people Coors Light and bone marrow. We were like, what the fuck are we doing here? Portia and I have been friends forever. And so in hot, very, very cute, adorable, like sorority, like she, this girl looked like a Zeta from the University of Nevada stood up. Portia was like, hell you. She's like, I'm here too, bitch. And it made me laugh so hard. And I was like, this is what I love about Vegas. It, I had no idea who was going to come to the show. Dude, hold on. We got to talk about first class Kenny. So I'm on the flight. I'm, I'm, I'm in the terminal in Atlanta. So many people were flew out from Atlanta and this guy came up to me and his wife and they're probably it's late forties. 
came up and they were from Athens, Georgia. And she's like, oh my God, we're so excited. I took a photo with the husband, the wife. They were so excited for the show. He too had a hearing aid, apparently. Their, their friends were like, yeah, Kenny can't hear things. So he's excited for the show. I'm like, I love this. You know, and if, if you are hearing, if you have a hearing issue, come to the show. I speak loud. Just come to the show. But uh, this, this lady was like, Heather, they were calling first class and I didn't have a first class seat. I said, oh, no worries. I'm in Delta Comfort. She goes, girl, they're calling you. And I said, no, 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 honey, I'm not. I'm in, I'm in Delta Comfort. She's like, oh, well, my husband, Kenny, he's rich. And he splurged and put me in first class. And I just yelled, first class, Kenny. And the guy didn't turn around. She's like, he can't hear you. But it, we, he's got money and we don't spend it because we live in Athens. So we're riding first class all the way to Vegas. We will see you, honey. And I just said, first class, Kenny. You know what I mean? Ladies, if you can't find yourself a man in Naples, find you a first class, Kenny. Maybe go a little country. Go out to Athens, Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia, you know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Find yourself a rich man who's good with his hands. Again, doesn't hear very well. And get yourself a first class Kenny. And I saw him and his wife and their other friends at the show and they were just giggling and having a blast. I was like, first class Kenny. So we got Brooke, my girl Portia, the couple, the 30 year age gap. Then we had a guy in the front row. Okay. And I know when you buy front row seats, like you're spending some coin. Okay. You're spending a little coin. And this guy, three minutes into the show, he is fucked up. He is like almost passed out. So I asked him, I said, sir, what do you do? And and he's like, I I do the technology for the slot machines. I'm like, yes, I know you're rich. You know what I mean? Vegas kingpin. And I said, are you good? And he goes, nah. And I said, what do you want? And all he did was put up the number one, like his finger, like number one. And I just said, I got it. Like we just, he and I both knew and the audience knew that number one meant a slew of things. I don't know if he was on edibles. I don't know. He definitely was on downers. So maybe he took a trazodone, you know, but I think he took an indica and he just put up number one. And he fell asleep and about I'd say 45 minutes into the show, I did a call back and came back to him and he perked back up. But dude, it was just wild. We had Josh, you know, Josh, you know, white man named Josh is always going to yell something in your vows. Get a prenup. And everybody laughs and they go, oh God, jo- oh, Josh showed up. We thought he died. We thought he died in college, but Josh is here. Hey, Josh. You know what I mean? There's always a white guy named Josh who stumbled into real estate. Now, Angela, I loved your husband. He was great. And y'all were such a cute couple. But I feel like Josh will understand he fell into real estate. We know he did. We know his stepdad, Mark, was like, listen, Josh, you got to get your shit together. I'm going to let you come intern one summer at, at my real estate agency. He's like, hey, hey, I'm only showing the houses with hot tubs. And Mark's like, fine, whatever. Your mom's riding my dick and I got to get you an internship. And then it turns out that Josh is actually so good with people that he's one of the top sellers. Cause you know, Josh knows he's like, I also houses here in Vegas to like a lot of DJs, a lot of professional athletes. Like it's no bullshit. You know what I mean? They tell me what they want. Five bed, five bath, ensuite bathroom. You know what I mean? Four car garage. I come in there and I'm like, listen, Diplo, you can either buy it or you don't have to. I don't really have time for this. You know what I mean? Are you in or are you out? And then Diplo is just kind of like, yeah, dude, Josh, I'll I'll do business with you. (laughs) Which is honestly the kind of sales that I like. I told you Heather's, you know, I think there's a lot in a namesake, but Heather's we are easily sold to. Dude, I'm the easiest, easiest person to sell to. You come to my house, you got Girl Scout cookies. You could be selling an eight ball. 
in some, you know, lawn furniture. And I'm like, take it round back. Let's get it. I needed a new chaise lounge. Like I'm very easy to sell to. I have a gullible face. I just, anybody who is willing to put in the effort in a sales position, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I know how hard this job is. I'm going to sit down and listen. But you know, Josh, you know, a white guy named Josh fell into real estate and he's the kind of guy who just yells shit. You can't even invite him to like a couple's shower before a wedding. Cause he'll just yell things like, you know, just yell stuff at the groom. Like, or even, a, you know, he's friends with the bride and he'll just be like, Kimberly, we know what you did at the Sigma Chi house. And she's like, shut the fuck up, Josh. Yes. Yes. I blew you once. It was a, it was a mistake. Just stop it. He's like, don't forget the Sigma Chi house. But you kind of invite Josh to everything because he started paying for stuff because he's done really well in real estate. You know what I mean? And every time you see Josh, you're like, Josh, how are you? You know, you're just trying to make small talk. He's like, well, my dad's still down in San Diego. So, you know, that's a bummer, but I'm good, dude. I'm crushing it. And you're like, you don't know the backstory behind the dad that lives in San Diego. But you're just like, yeah, yeah, he's been there for a minute. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I had strep throat last week. <laughs> Josh is a white Josh is always a guy who has strep throat. I had strep throat last week. And you're like, thank you for coming to my baby shower. Do you still have strep throat? And he's like, oh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Dude, did you know that I made like $45 million in real estate this year? And you're just like, I, I don't know what to say to this Josh. But thank you for coming to my baby shower. It's like, yeah, am I going to be the godfather? And you're like, you know what? Sure. And if you're smart, if you know this couple, Angela and Josh from Vegas, you will make Josh the, the, the godfather of your parent. Fuck, I don't even have kids. But Josh and Angela, this is an open invitation. Because I know that your husband's cool as shit. Because he yelled random shit during the show. And that brought so much joy to me. So Josh and Angela, if you hear this, Jeff and I would love to invite you guys to our home in Atlanta. We have one baby girl embryo on ice. And if y'all would like to be the godparent to our daughter, we would love that. So open invitation. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Amy. I have a big absolutely not for you today. So okay. I got married in April and we ended up having a long distance engagement. I was finishing grad school back home and my husband was starting a dream job at SpaceX. So that Ooh. was really exciting, but it was hard, but worth it. But anyway, I moved here to BFE, Texas. And, you know, I've been doing my domestic bullshit for about four months mm. now giving yeah. the house that feminine touch, taking care of business that he hadn't gotten to yet. Well, I recently started job searching, ready to enter my CEO era. Mm -hmm. Well, I was on the final interview of this job. I was really excited for it. And they call me back like three days later and offer me the job. I'm like on cloud nine, first big girl job after school. till so they call me back, not 10 minutes later and say, Oh, I'm so sorry to do this. I think I jumped the gun. What I'm going to have to do is retract the offer, blah, blah, blah. We'll get back to you in a few days. What? What does that no. even mean? And what am I supposed to say to that on a phone call? I'm like, okay, thank you. I'll hear back from you. Looking forward to it. Oh, even worse. I happen to be visiting home, and my little brother, who's eight years younger than me, is doing his summer reading the night before school, mm -mm. and I'm going to his room. Chat GPT. He did it in 30 minutes. I don't know. It's just feeling defeated that day, but mm -hmm. something else will come up, right? Yes. Anyways, love and light. Bye. Hey, love and light. Amy, baby girl, listen. Wow. What a, listen, you've been through it. Okay. You have. First of all, I'm excited 
that you got married to a man who's basically an astronaut. I don't fully understand what SpaceX is or what they do, but it sounds exciting. You know what I mean? It sounds very thrilling. So congratulations. Also, I want people who listen to this podcast to know that I am never telling you that you need a man to fix your shit. But this this episode particularly, just sur- I think, ladies, if you are listening, if you can't go down to the villages and get a guy, I also think you should find somebody at SpaceX. Because, you know, since they've announced that the aliens are here, they're present, they're looming, you know what I mean? They're a 15-minute scoot, scoot, skeet, skeet through the through the clouds away, I feel like you should probably start leaning in to more, um, to dating guys who understand what the stars and the moon and all that shit is. Because I'm just going to say, Amy, you know what I mean? Uh, You know, if the aliens come back, you're going to have a way to communicate. So good for you for finding yourself a man who works in, in outer space. That's fantastic. I'm feeling feeling for you though. You know what I mean? I love that you said you were in your domestic goddess era. You're out there trying to make the house feminine, trying to, you know, light a candle, get a little throw pillow together so that you can make it nice. You're trying to make it nice for your husband. That's beautiful. And, you know, you said, okay, now I'm taking some time for myself, getting on your CEO. You're running your Shempire shit. And they called you back to say that they had retracted the offer because they might have jumped the gun. Okay. Well, first of all, that's an absolutely not. I got to be honest with you. I don't really know the the steps of operations when it comes to when it comes to corporate America. I mean, I have only been denied really from one major corporate job that I applied for, and that was to be a flight attendant at Delta Airlines. And it ended up being the best rejection I ever had, but I thought I had it in the bag. And you know, I'm Delta loyal, okay? Fly the friendly skies, keep climbing. Delta loyal till I die. But I went into the only real like job interview I've had where HR has been present was at Delta Airlines, and I immediately did not get the job which was a shock to me, okay? Because I can I can schmooze anybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was wild. That was a big day of rejection for me. But I want you to know, had I gotten the job as a flight attendant for Delta, I probably would not be playing the win in Vegas. Okay, let the setback be the setup for a comeback. Oh, yeah, your girl just hit you with some inspiration. I don't know who wrote that quote, but let the setback be the setup for the comeback. You can get your tickets to the comeback tour at heatherontour.com. Look at that. Look what I just did there. But true. Here's the thing. If they're having cold feet about knowing whether or not you're right for the job, then fuck it. You don't need it. Now, if they come back with an offer, you should say, well, for my wasted time or for the, I'd say the back and forth. I'm also going to need more money. Sheryl Sandberg, lean in. Again, I don't know if that's the usual procedure in a corporate job setting, but I would say when they come back, if they come back and they say, you know what? We actually, your resume does check all the boxes. We'd love to give you employment here. Say, I'd also like 50,000 more dollars. And if they seem confused, say, (laughs) just, just say, just say, my attorney, and then don't finish the sentence. You know what I mean? So my attorney, and then they'll just go, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure, sure. If you make them think that you're going to get litigious, they're going to start sweating. Or they'll escort you out of the building. Again, I don't really know how this kind of stuff works. I don't know if you know what I do for a living. 
But I stand on stage in a glitter skirt, and I talk to elderly people in the community. That's what I do for a living. You know, I give you sage life advice. But do I know the steps of what it takes to get a job in corporate America? No, I don't. I also think one of the reasons I didn't get the job at Delta is because they did a light Google of me. They saw my early videos of me running around dressed as Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, Dale. And they just said, this seems like a huge liability. Now, I want you to know when I did get rejected from that job, when I went out for my first tour on the farewell tour, Delta was one of the sponsors of the tour. And if that isn't the coolest thing ever, okay? Also, just throwing this out there, why don't you get a job at SpaceX? I know you don't want to shit where you eat and your husband works there, but you can't do some kind of like marketing, communications, analytics. I mean, if the aliens are coming, why don't we just double down? You know what I mean? So you also don't have to just rely on your husband to communicate with the extraterrestrial. You too can learn something about how to communicate with the outside world. Just don't, you know what? Don't let this, this recant. Don't let them recanting. Oh, you know, we jumped the gun. We said, we said it too soon. Then say, bitch, you don't need me. There's something better out there. There's something better out there. I feel it in my bones. The amount of times that I thought things were going to work out and didn't work out. And now I look back and I'm like, I'm glad that didn't work out. Let the setback be the setup for the comeback tour. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. But uh, listen, I already feel too that you have like an energy about you where you're getting shit done. You said you're living in the middle of nowhere, Texas. You got that feminine energy though. You get in the house ready. Like you've done the thing. You've done the work. This is your season to, ha- to let it be about you. But I don't want you to be discouraged. I also don't want you to be discouraged that you saw your little brother do his summer reading on the chat GPT. These kids have it too fucking easy. But if this company comes back, you say, I would also like a raise. And if they say that's not how that works, say, just say my attorney's name is Bill and then see what happens. Please call back into the hotline and let me know if this sways them at all. Or if you start working at SpaceX, you know what I mean? I would love a little inside scoop. I would love a SpaceX consultation on what the fuck to do when the aliens show up. I already feel like I kind of know what to do. You know what I mean? I think I'm good. I'm good when I go abroad, even with the language barrier. Like I'm really a chameleon. You can kind of throw me in any place. You know, I jumped right into Vegas. I let that throat get dry. Um, You know what I mean? I was... I just started drinking rum again. Didn't know I needed to. But I was like, we're in Vegas. Let's have a rum runner. You know what I mean? I hit the slot machines. I just, I, I dial in wherever I am. I was just letting my cooter free. Just, you know, just sit and marinate on seats at restaurants. I just dove in. So if, if you are a part of the astrophysics, astronaut, NASA, SpaceX community, let me come to a picnic. I'd love to learn more. You know what I mean? I'll wear a a flight suit. I'll put foil on my head, whatever y'all want me to do. I would love to be a part of that community. So please, Amy, I know that you're stressed out right now, but we love the secrets. We love the intel. We love the inside scoop. I just think you lean in and go get a job at SpaceX. Or fuck it. Ask your little brother to ask ChatGPT what to do. I didn't know. I hadn't really used the AI and you know, I don't know if you saw the article about the guy who like invented AI. He already regrets it. Like we've already seen Westworld. We've already seen Black Mirror. You know that everything is set in motion. We're all going to die in about three years. So just buckle up. 
But I would ask ChatGPT, if your little brother is so smart to be able to do a summer reading, why don't you ask ChatGPT what to do? What to say to corporate America when they come back and they say, hey, actually, my bad, we recanted the job. Ask ChatGPT. The robots are going to be taking over our brains anyways. Why don't you ask them? How do I lean in and ask for $100,000 more? Not even 50, ask for 100. Because you know what? The only way you're going to grow your shimpire is through extortion. And that's on God. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It is Jen from Tampa, Florida. Yeah. I have an absolutely not for you. Um, This past weekend, we went out for my birthday to a nice dinner. Um, And when we went to order our food, the waitress... um, just walked up with, you know, her hands behind her back, no pen, no pencil, no little pad to write things down on. And I'm like, oh God, I already know you're going to forget, forget this. Cause yeah. I literally have like 10 different itemizations on my salad that I really need, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm a picky bitch and I already know she's going to forget all this shit because she didn't write it down mm-hmm. and she made me repeat it twice because she said, I have a really bad memory. Oh, why would you not have a paper or pencil with you? Like Mm -hmm. to write down my order and don't get me wrong. I have been working in the service industry forever. Growing up always was, you know, working, running my ass off. But if you literally have a bad memory, you Mm -hmm. should know to bring a pencil, paper, whatever. I mean, honestly, like I'm just about to start bringing little sticky notes and a pen with me and write down my order and be like, there you go. Mm-hmm. Just because I know. Mm-hmm. I already know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. I love you so much. Can't wait to see you come to Tampa. Um, I will be there with my mom and my husband. We will be lit for you. Love you. Bye. I love you. I love you so much. Okay. So this is very funny to me because as somebody who worked in the service industry forever, dude, I was a pro at memorizing orders. But I do understand it's a thing where, like, I was good at that job. I was a great server. I was a great bartender. When you have crippling ADHD, you are able, the way my brain works is I am able to, you know, be shaking you a Long Island iced tea, chatting with you about when your kids go back to college, while also modifying your order in my brain. Like, I could have one hand on the keypad on the POS system, Typing in, okay, you want chicken tenders? You want them to toss in Buffalo? While I'm, I'm making the Long Island iced tea and asking you what time, you know, what move-in day is at ASU. I was that good. But I have ADHD, so I'm good at that. But somebody in this, you, you knew when you worked in the service industry, when you worked with other power players. And I took a lot of pride in the fact that I was great at working in restaurants. I was great, but there's so much going on. You're constantly overstimulated like that. I'm good in those environments. I'm not good in a cubicle environment where it's just me alone with my own thoughts at a computer having to like analyze something. I'm good moving on my feet. That's why I do stand up comedy. But you always knew there was always one weakest link. You know what I mean? You always knew there was one weakest link. And his name was like Trevor. And if it was a girl, it was Danielle. And Danielle was so bad at her job and she always fucked up the orders and you had to cover for her. You know what I mean? You always somehow made it right for her because you were the captain. If you've never worked in the service industry, sometimes when you work at nice places, you'll be a captain, which is like the lead server of a certain section. And you have to go in there. You're like one step down from a manager, but you were not sleeping with like the three line cooks. You know what I mean? You still like didn't take the full job home. You still drank with your friends. 
that you worked with every night, but you didn't sleep with any of them. That's a big difference. That's how you make a leap from manager to captain or like lead server. The lead server parties with everybody at the restaurant, but the manager sleeps with everybody at the restaurant. That's just, that's a rite of passage. Anybody who's ever worked at a restaurant who's listening to this knows. You had the one manager, the one manager named Chris, and he slept with everybody. Guys, girls, didn't matter. Anyways, my point is, as a server, I still sweat about it because I know I was good at my job, but you can immediately feel the energy when you know you're about to have bad service. When they come to the table and the greeting is not as, it doesn't hit. You know what I mean? You want it to hit. This was my greeting. Hey, everybody, how we doing? Great. Fantastic. My name's Heather. I'm going to be taking care of you this evening. If there's anything you need at all, just holler. First of all, I, I know we're thirsty. Can I start you off with any beverages? Yeah. Okay, great. What kind of wine would we like? Well, I've got everything. What 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 are you interested in? New world, old world? Fantastic. You want a new world? I'm thinking we have a beautiful Mendoza uh, 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 Malbec that is just, it's a little jammy on the front, but it's nice and dry on the back for that little that little kick. Great. So we'll start with the Malbec right here in the corner. Over there, we just have a nice tea. Great. DD in tonight. We'd love to see it. Safety first. <laughs> and what we like, we like a, dir a dirty martini. Chopin. Chopin personally is my favorite. It's a nice potato-based vodka. Great. So we got a Chopin, slightly dirty martini, blue cheese stuffed olives. We got an uh, old world Malbec in the, okay, we got an iced tea. And what was that? You just want a Perrier. Great. Would we like a lemon or lime with that? Fantastic. All right. I'll be back with the beverages. Y'all take a look at the menu and I'll be back to talk about specials. Bam. That's how I fucking did it. But I would repeat shit. Never wrote it down. I was a renegade. I would show up. I wouldn't write down shit. And if I forgot your order, I would come up with the most dramatic excuse ever. Like, I remember there was one time I was working at this place called Elsewhere in New York. And I realized it was like 45 minutes and they hadn't gotten their food. And I, in that moment, realized that I never put in the order. And I went up and I said, you know what? I've just realized, I've sensed an energy that y'all have been waiting far too long for your food. Let me go check on it. And then I went back in the kitchen. I panicked because I was cool with the chef. I literally wrote it down and I said, I, I need this on the fly. I fucked up. I need this on the fly. I will buy you drinks later. And then I would come out and I'd be like, I don't know if you heard that huge crash in the kitchen, but one of our, one of our runners just fell down a flight of stairs with your meal. I am so sorry. We were actually sending him to the hospital as we speak. He lost a lot of blood. He's going to be okay. But I just, I'm so sorry. I'm going to send out a spinach and artichoke dip just to hold you guys over. That is on us. But I'm, I also need to go check on Juan because he's not okay. He's not okay. Lots of blood. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> if you make it dramatic enough, they'll just be like, oh my God. Yes. Oh, we just want to make sure he's okay. Yes. We love him. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, we know him. Um, yes, sure. We are fine with the spinach dip. You just double down. You just lie. You make the lie so intense that if they try and come back with, well, it's, I know, but it's just, it's been 45 minutes. Like we're really hungry. Then they look like the asshole. It's called restaurant gaslighting. I used to do it all the time. I would gaslight the shit out of you. Just so you didn't know that I forgot to put in your order. And I know I've made a lot of restaurant jokes before on this podcast, but I just, if you're new to the podcast, I want you to know that if I've ever waited on you, I've probably gaslit you. And I don't gaslight in any other version of my life, but when you are literally fighting for your life in restaurants, sometimes you have to gaslight a customer. Because <laughs> again, the customer's always right. But sometimes the customer had a complicated order. But as somebody who was a server, you will always, for the rest of your life, have these nightmares that you didn't put in someone's order. 
you're late for a brunch shift. And nothing stresses me out more than sitting down in a restaurant. And as soon as the server comes up and you know that they're the kind of person who can't handle it without a pen and paper or writing it down, you're like, they're not going to remember this. That is stressful. I don't think it's a bad idea to have a little notepad. You know, I'm going to write it down. I have a lot of modifications. Just hand it to them. You know what? Just want to make it easy. Want to make it easy breezy. You say it like this so you don't insult them. Hey, I know it's crazy. You're about to get a rush. I just wrote it down. Made it super easy. Thanks so much. Hand it to them. They'll appreciate it. But then, you know, servers see each other. It's probably like if you're into, I don't know, BMX. You know what I mean? Your baggage claim at the airport. You can just sense across the carousel. You just know other people who are into BMX. It's the same way as being in the restaurant industry. You just, you look at people and you go, oh yeah. What were you, back waiter? Oh no. Oh, bu- busser. Hell yeah. You just know it's an energy. It's a vibe. It's a, it's a feeling. But there is also nothing more crippling than to, to somebody who's worked in the restaurant biz. And when you're sitting down and you see him coming over and you go, I know this girl's name's going to be Nikki. I know it. And she did. She's not, she doesn't have a great memory. She doesn't. Ugh. And you're like, you want to write this down? And you, if you've ever been in the service industry, you cannot, it's like, you absolutely cannot say to that person, you want to write it down? But you know in your heart of hearts, she's got to fucking write it down. I never wrote anything down. Never once. But again, crippling attention deficit disorder. So that's why, that's how my brain functions. It's like a constant pinball machine. And if you've listened to one episode of this podcast, you're like, oh yeah, diagnosed. I haven't been on the Adderalls in years. I think it kind of fried my brain. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> the Adderall doesn't hit like it used to. And the, the, the NyQuil does, just gives me the itchies. But this whole vibe of knowing that this person didn't write down your order. And you're like, listen, I'm getting a Cobb salad. I don't want hard boiled egg. I don't want avocado. I'm going to add. I want to keep the bacon, but I don't want blue cheese. I'm going to see if they have a Gruyere or a ch- hard cheddar. And I'm not going for the ranch dressing. I'm going light. I'm going balsamic. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you order a Cobb salad and you think you're you're like softening the blow to your metabolism by doing a balsamic vinaigrette instead of the ranch, you're not. A Cobb salad is like 6,000 calories in it. It's my favorite salad. I usually get extra blue cheese, extra bacon. That's where I go. But yeah, there's nothing worse. And it's funny because my husband gets really stressed. And he's like, they didn't write down the order. And I'll tell him, Jeff and I had this major rapport like when we sit down because I usually order, you know what I mean? Because what Jeff does that drives me crazy, server will come over. Hey, you know, do their spiel. So do you guys know what you want? And this is how I order. Being a former server, this is how I order. Hey, Nikki, I'm going to get the burger fully loaded, everything on it. Instead of American cheese, I'm going to do Swiss. I absolutely cannot do American cheese. And I'm going to do sweet potato fries and just bring me every single sauce you have on the menu. I would love every single sauce. Thanks so much. And then they get to my husband. He and I have rehearsed it over and over again. And he gets like stage fright talking to servers. And and they're like, and what would you like? And he's like, I would like. And I'm like, here we go, Jeff. God damn it. Like, Don't have the server prompt you to say, and on your baked potato, what would you like? Tell them, I'd like a baked potato, fully loaded, extra sour cream. Go ahead and give them what you want. Jeff waits for them to ask and for your sides. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? 
Don't stress them out even more. Have it in the bag. I'd like the potato au gratin and the cream spinach. It said Jeff waits for them to be like, and with that petite filet, what sides would you like, sir? Go ahead, have it in the bag. I'd like the eight ounce filet, center cut, medium rare. I'm going to do the potatoes au gratin and the cream spinach. Close the menu. Thank you. Like, be ready to go. For fuck's sake, don't sit there and have the server say, and for the shines. And then Jeff will go, well, what do you have for shines? And I'm like, you and I just talked about the sides for the last 45 minutes. On the way here, we were perusing the menu, talking about the sides. You were horny for the sides before we even came in here. And now you're having the server ask you, what do you want for shines? You know, Nikki can't handle this. She's hungover. Come on. Nothing stresses me out more. And Jeff's like, can you just let me get it out? And I'm like, Jeff, you need to be ready to go. He's like, I know you used to work at restaurants, but you don't have to be such a bitch. It's true. I'm very impatient. You should know. So when people come to the table, usually Jeff just goes, she's going to order. And he's so pissed. But now he knows. He just lets me do it. You know, usually old school, you'd sit at a restaurant, server would come up. And what would you guys like? And the man orders for the woman, not in our house. I'm like, he's going to get the petite filet center cut. We're going to do fully loaded baked potato. Can we extra get an extra side of horseradish? Don't ask why. We just like to tear it up. And they're like, yeah. And then sometimes I'll take out a post-it note and write it down for sweet Nikki, who you know, just she has no idea what planet she's on. But if I'm at a restaurant and I know them and I feel the good energy, I know they got it. So all I'm saying is don't always panic. But if you feel the bad energy, just go ahead. Be three steps ahead of it. Like I tell Jeff, be three steps ahead with your order ready to go. Be three steps ahead and have it on a post-it note. And also remember, be nice to people who work in restaurants. Because they're one sarcastic comment away from taking a dump in your food. Okay? Let's never forget. Anyways, you guys, thanks for letting me go on an absolute manic spiral today. Maybe the NyQuil is still kind of in my system. But listen, remember, let the setback be the setup for the comeback. If you're feeling it, if you, you know, if you're feeling like you're behind a little bit, you're not in the right lane, you're not doing what you're supposed to, or you feel like in life, you like the waitress who didn't write it down. Just remember, take a breath, take a step, because even if you don't get it today, you're going to get it tomorrow. That's a beautiful thing. I love it. Look at me being inspirational during a tropical storm. You want to know why? Because I got up today and I said, let's fucking go, doggy. Again, thank you to the wonderful people who traveled, who spent money, who came out to my show in Vegas. And I'm so excited to be in Chicago this week. And we have so many more shows. And when I can announce when the special is coming out, it's coming out very soon in a very exciting place. I am going to be so excited for y'all to um, support your girl. You already support me so much. And I'm so grateful. And I know y'all have been loving the shows and it feels so good to be back on the road. A little time off this summer was fun, but your girl likes to keep it moving. So I will see you guys in Chicago this weekend. Again, a few tickets left. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. And as always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I love you. I mean it. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.